Welcome to another edition of Ecumenical Musings. I'm Richard Tewton, and thank you for joining me on another musing of the ecumenical world in Australia and other parts of the world. In this episode, we're going to look at going back to ecumenical basics. The World Council of Churches Executive Committee met recently. This, no doubt, was a challenge given the world situation in regard to the COVID-19 pandemic. As part of its meeting, the members of the Executive Committee asked Dr Agnes Aboum, moderator of the World Council of Churches Central Committee, to offer an opening reflection. Her words, as reported on the WCC website, struck a chord with me and has prompted my thinking about the challenges faced by churches at the moment. The WCC is currently in a state of transition as it prepares to elect a new General Secretary. The COVID-19 pandemic has slowed the process and at times has postponed it. As well, the WC Assembly that was due to be held in 2021 has been pushed back to 2022 in the hope that conditions for travel and gathering will be more favourable. Times of transition often means that an organisation tends to stand still as it awaits a new leader or stands ready to begin a new phase in its life and direction. The COVID-19 pandemic has caused many churches and organisations to stand still in their tracks as they wait to see where things will go. Many churches have been reeling under the strain of ministering in ways they had never thought possible, while others have seen all their familiar festivals and rituals stopped and cancelled due to lockdowns and government-enforced protocols designed to combat the spread of the virus. The WCC has been no different in this regard, as they wait both for the appointment of a new General Secretary and seeing how different jurisdictions handle things in their sphere of responsibility and influence. As we have seen through news reports and anecdotal evidence, every country and government handles the situation they face in diverse ways. Sometimes things go well, and at other times they do not. There have been times when it looks like the virus is being contained, only for an outbreak, larger and more fierce than the first one, to occur and spread very quickly. The lives and rhythms of many churches have been, as a result, on a roller coaster ride, tinged with frustration, emotion and bewilderment about the situation, coupled with fear about the future. These fears are very real, because the likelihood of churches closing their doors permanently due to the lack of numbers and income is quite high. It's an unfolding situation, which no doubt has kept many church leaders, lay and clerical, awake through long nights. To some, this time has shades of a Groundhog Day, if you are familiar with that movie. Everything seems to be standing still. This begs the question about what should happen next. Do we as churches and ecumenical organisations stand still and wait for things to improve? Or do we think differently about the next step, and perhaps take it sooner rather than later? In her reflection, Dr. Oboom focused on two texts from the Bible as the basis for her thoughts. The first was from Deuteronomy chapter 1, verses 6 and 7. The Lord our God said to us at Horeb, You have stayed long enough at this mountain. Break camp and advance. 
The second text was from Psalm 50, where we read in verse 15, Call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you, and you shall glorify me. While I have focused on the negatives faced by churches during the pandemic, I should also point out the positives as they responded to the various challenges that were put before them, often at very short notice. For example, it was touch and go in Brisbane if churches would be able to hold physical services to celebrate Easter 2021, rather than having them solely online through YouTube and Facebook broadcasts. Dr. Oboom acknowledged this too from the wider context when she said, it has been so enriching to be part of a more visible journey. Many have been uplifted by the way in which churches and ecumenical organisations have responded to the situation. Some have reported that more people have tuned into their broadcast and online services than have ever appeared in person at church services in their buildings. She also acknowledged the questions that have been put to her, especially asking her about her thoughts on the future of ecumenism, and in particular the WCC. This has been a question that I've been wrestling with over the past 12 months. I feel that ecumenism is just as, or more important now, than it ever was. The challenges faced by small churches regarding the pandemic may be too much when they are faced alone, but with the support of other churches in an ecumenical context, the response is a little easier to think through and action on. In regard to the WCC, Dr. Oboom offered similar thoughts. In her reflection, she wondered if the COVID-19 pandemic and its positive and negative impacts spurred the WCC to ask whether it has stayed too long at Mount Horeb and needed to break camp, and what this meant concretely for the WCC. She also said, and I quote, the ecumenical movement is needed now as at the time of its formation, although present-day challenges differ from the last century. We need each other as the ecumenical movement and the WCC to be whole, reflecting on the way forward, offering new forms of partnership and dialogue as an approach at different levels, is vital in revamping ecumenism and in addressing pressing challenges. Dr. Oboom referred back to the biblical text that began her reflection by saying that God expects us to call upon God during such uncertain and troubled times, when the cloud is so thick and the canopy given by the sky is invisible. She urged the executive committee members to take a step of faith and act. The texts give an image of people deciding whether to remain at this mountain or continue with the journey. Perhaps due to high evil forces and a sense of uncertainty of the power of the enemy they might encounter, fear leaves them indecisive. The psalmist reminds them that God expects them to call on God in such difficult moments. The same is true for all churches and ecumenical organisations. If there is a fear of the future, and for many that is the case, then calling on God for support and encouragement is important if the journey is going to continue. There are signs of this occurring. Where it is possible, church members are able to meet both in person for worship and stream their services, meetings and other activities online. There have been some restrictions about meals and after-service morning teas, but these are being accepted and overcome. 
One church organisation here in Australia organised a national time of prayer via Zoom and ended up with a couple of members from Sri Lanka joining in. Such is the power of social media when it is well used. Churches are holding gatherings and celebrating festivals in many places according to the COVID rules of their area. They may be smaller than previous years, but they are being held much to the joy of their members. The mixture of online and in-person participation seems to be the shape of the future and is one example of the breaking of camp and moving on with the journey. This is occurring at the local level with increasing enthusiasm and it is the local level that is leading the way in this approach to the future. What though of the other forms of ecumenical life such as dialogues and the development of agreements and statements? While some have been put on hold, the mixture of face-to-face -face meetings with online participation seems to be the way forward when they begin their work once more. We need to wait and see in many instances. The World Council of Churches is pressing ahead to hold its postponed 11th Assembly at Karlsruhe, Germany in 2022. No doubt delegates and other participants will be there in person or online as needed. Preparations for the theme Christ's Love Moves the World to Reconciliation and Unity are being circulated and reflected on. Things are happening even with COVID running rampant through a tired world. What though can we say about the title of our episode about going back to ecumenical basics? Dr. Oboom says that it is imperative to do it. The call of ecumenism is, I firmly believe, the call to unity. This has been discussed and reflected on many times since the WC's inauguration in 1948. It has been discussed at the local level as well as at national and international events and dialogues. While having a visible unity may have been the aim of some, over the years there's been a lot of talk about spiritual unity. This looks at how the Holy Spirit leads churches into a form of unity that expresses the desire to do things ecumenically rather than just doing ecumenical things. Where is the Holy Spirit leading us now is perhaps the main question being asked by many ecumenists. The COVID-19 pandemic has sharpened this question because of the uncertainty that is in the minds of many at all levels of community life, the suffering of those who have contracted the virus, as well as the number who have died as a result of its effects, has been sobering to say the least. Where are we going and what are we going to do in the future lie at the heart of many articles, programs and podcasts. Dr. Abum's reflection to the WCC Executive Committee through the text she has offered reminds us that at the heart of ecumenism, we find God at work. We often need to work our way through the fog of uncertainty to reach the direction the Holy Spirit is leading us. One thing that struck me last year when lockdowns were severe in practically the whole of Australia was the similarity between where we were as a world and the disciples sitting in the upper room, fearing for their lives and worrying about the future and the aftermath of Jesus' death. Then in the middle of this uncertainty, Jesus appears to them, even though all doors and windows are locked. It is the same for all Christians and helps to answer the question about the importance and future of the ecumenical movement. Bringing people together through the various means at our disposal 
has become the most basic part of the movement since its first days. Speaking for those whose voice is muted or non-existent as a result of bringing people together is another aspect to this basic element. One of the things that WCC Executive Committee called for as a result of its recent meeting was a just and equitable access to the COVID-19 vaccines. The committee's statement on vaccines highlighted the issue of using the vaccines as a means of gaining power over smaller and poorer nations. This is just one part of resuming the journey that Dr. Obuam was reflecting on. When churches speak together, it is more effective than speaking with their individual voices. This is just one example of what can be achieved through ecumenical journeying. How we respond to all this will set the direction of church and ecumenical life in the years ahead. It has been acknowledged that things will be different from now on. It was the same when other big pandemics and plagues hit the world in centuries past. Change came as a result of the viruses and diseases. The response of churches to what is happening now is an important guide to both members and the wider community. Hence the imperative that Dr. Oboom was talking about as she reflected on the importance of ecumenical basics. We sometimes forget that the basics are often the best place to begin when big issues and events occur. It means that along the way we look to God for guidance and to remove our fear. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Ecumenical Musings. You may not agree with everything I have offered, but I hope that what I have said has opened some thoughts for you to reflect on. Thanks again for listening. I'm Richard Tewton, and you've been listening to Ecumenical Musings.